Faith and the love of God are non-negotiable. We don't understand all things so that we may believe, but rather believe that we might understand. If that were not true, faith would be no greater than human potential. All life depends on knowing this. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope. I am a broken vessel. I needed to be broken so the love of God could get in. I have been crushed so that his life could replace my own. I have been silenced so that I could hear. How can I now say that my pain is greater than his power? I have learned to receive beauty for ashes. I wrote those words about a year ago as I struggled with chronic fatigue syndrome. We need a steep paradigm shift away from the way people look at things like what's happening in Israel right now. We use a certain set of principles to make a judgment call about many things in life, but this today is about changing some of those principles. It's about the difference between walking by faith and walking by sight, and that's hard to learn. It's foreign in many ways. This is about changing one's treasure, you see, and that's precisely why an apocalypse is allowed to strip away the idols that our whole society has embraced as non-negotiable. It's about learning to find a new life in daily pathways and pursuits. I'm talking about revelation faith, a faith that establishes understanding. We don't have to understand to believe, we believe to understand. If it were not true, then my faith could be no greater than human potential. We're seeing apocalyptic pain unfolding right in front of us. Revelation, or apocalypse, means revealing. It's both a blessed and frightening principle of the kingdom of God. This book of Revelation is a blueprint of our suffering and how to overcome it. It's a blueprint for the nations and the end times, for it reveals what's coming, what's upon us now, and why. What's happening in Israel really includes what's happening in your life, many of you right now. The frightening prophecies in this book provide insight into God's ways. Chapters 2 and 3 provide answers as to why and what the church is being called to do to be ready. These chapters offer the right responses of repentance, faith, and patience in light of what's coming. With men around the world in their think tanks and war rooms trying to figure out the next best thing to do with this present invasion of Israel, it's almost guaranteed that they are not thinking the way God wanted them to when enemy nations invaded Israel in ancient times. They're not sending for the prophets. They're most likely totally out of touch with what God is up to and why he's allowing another invasion 
of his ancient covenant people. You see, whatever you have still hidden will come out when things get tough, too. You know that when you hit your finger with a hammer, what's inside of you comes out. It may be cursing, throwing something, or releasing some other dark and hidden area. It comes to the surface. That's what a refining fire does. Paul, too, points out the fact that you need this refining. Oh, it's more than hitting your finger. Yet it is redemptive in nature. And these are things that only can be revealed by fire. Listen, when you fall on your face spiritually because of some trial, it isn't the end. It doesn't mean you're a failure and God's turning his back on you. His never-ending love is at work to perfect you. Therefore, Peter says in times like these, humble yourself. Understand, God has reconciled us to him on the measuring rod of his glory, not men's goodness. The apocalypse we're revealing will be complete. It is the unveiling of glory in all that is keeping men from it. Why am I reacting badly under pressure? Well, it was there all the time in your heart, and God is bringing it to the surface so that you can learn to overcome it. It's called revelation, too, a revealing of what's inside. And, brother, Sometimes it takes many revealings to bring it all up to the surface for cleansing. But don't be dismayed that you haven't arrived yet. See the awful things that happen on earth during the time of the Great Tribulation in the book of Revelation and realize just how deeply sin can soak into the souls of men that they can experience such trials and still not repent. You have a formidable foe. Don't give up. Whether it be in Israel or in your own life trial, God is bringing us to something far greater than merely getting the man we want into office, winning a war with Hamas, or getting rid of the hard time the neighbors have been giving us. Humbling of the soul in a biblical sense is an emptying of our pride, arrogance, and trusting in our own carnal capacities to be who we are intended to be. Only God can satisfy the soul that he creates. Only he can make us new creatures in Christ, and that's his goal in your house, our nation, and in Israel. Walking in the light is revealing. Sometimes it takes the light that only God-ordained trials bring to reveal the stubborn tendencies of the soul. But they aren't revealed because he hates us, rather to heal us. But listen, I did not say God sent Hamas into Israel, but he did allow it for a greater purpose. Be warned, though, the things that men won't reveal to God and be healed will come out in the days ahead. If you won't prepare yourself now, another principle will kick in. Jesus said it. He said, prepare now. Don't wait until he comes like a thief in the night. So Jesus says, watch, prepare now, or that day will come upon you like a thief comes to a homeowner who has not prepared his house. I watched a young lady this morning broadcasting in her living room from Jerusalem. Everyone is in shock. It came totally unexpectedly. 
Some 260 concertgoers alone were killed Saturday morning by terrorists. Dead bodies are being paraded through the streets in Gaza. It was sudden and devastating and was a shadow of exactly what Jesus said we are to prepare for now. Not later when it happens, but now. When darkness descends in the last days, if that thing that hides in our souls isn't dealt with now, the darkness will creep up like a thief and it will cause hidden sin to destroy what little we do have. Now that's not an opinion, it's scripture. Get ready now while you have time. That's precisely why God is allowing hard times now. Too many today are just telling us to rebuke all the darkness and devils that come up upon us. Use your faith, use your authority, and the devil will flee from you, they say. But the truth is something that goes all the way back to ancient Israel. Holiness and obedience are to be the results and right responses of faith that will alone cause us to overcome. Ancient Israel was often defeated because they forsook their holy walk for the idols of the day. Without humbling ourselves as well, we won't be able to resist the darkness that is being allowed to attack us for positive and redemptive reasons. Peter says that the assault will only last for a season. After you've suffered a while, he says God will perfect, strengthen, establish, and settle us. A faithful principle shift is this. Heaviness and brokenness are intended to be the pathways to the higher place of divine power and peace. I want you to remember something the Spirit shared with me one day when I was really going through it and struggling to be faithful. He said, You have all you need to be all that I have ordained you to be. Listen, I don't want what Israel is going through right now or what suffering you may have gone through to be wasted. God has positive reasons for the heartache in this world all the time. This is not popular, but it's going to be essential revelation knowledge in these last days. Across this country, 10% of the responses I get to this podcast are from atheists who are extremely arrogant, hate-filled hypocrites. After cursing and insults, they say, why does a God of love allow children to starve in Africa? Why does he strike them down with cancer? My question is, how many trips have you taken to Africa to feed anyone? How much money have you sent? How many children have you visited to ease their pain in the hospital? They're suffering in this world because so many people have never sought God with all their heart to let his love through. The fact is, he gave men authority in this world, but their corruption has taken them over through the love of money and power and lust. Now, today, we're seeing Israel being attacked like nothing they've seen in 50 years. And don't mistake me, I am not judging and criticizing Israel's walk with God at all. That's not what this is. But I've watched some of the personal Facebook accounts. They're weeping. There's fear and sorrow and anger, and most of the shops in Jerusalem are closed with very few people on the streets. 800 have been killed as of Monday morning. Here's a deep refining, and I say that because I will not give darkness the victory on this ground. 
God has allowed it, obviously. We don't know all the whys. We don't. We can blame Biden giving $6 billion that's been used to fund this attack. Blaming won't solve the eternal question, though. What must I do? I could die today. We simply have got to stop wasting our deep life trials and hear God. The love of God is non-negotiable. All human suffering must be reconciled upon this unchanging foundation. Our faith is non-negotiable. It's we who need change. Only a love that surpasses knowledge will do as it ushers in His glory into our personal daily lives. Once that's in place, because we've made the wilderness journey a time of preparation, we can actually know how to help people. All that is happening now is a call to prepare. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. I am a broken vessel. I needed to be broken so the love of God could get in. I have been crushed so that his life could replace my own. I have been silenced so that I could hear. How can I now say that my pain is greater than his power? I have learned to receive beauty for ashes.